This episode of the Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com. Only the best discs has a huge selection with high quality pictures of each disc, actual disc weights, flatness, and stiffness listed. Did I mention fast shipping? Get it free on your next order at otbdiscs.com using promo code DGPODCAST. What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 267 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin, and alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. Uh, good old 267. You know what that is? I don't. That's uh, Steph's threes in 2017. <laughs> is that is that really true? I, I don't think so. I don't know if I can clue. Probably be more than that, right? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably in the ballpark, at least. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, He's a he's good at basketball. Yeah, uh, for those of you that were thinking you were going to get a podcast about disc golf after we haven't recorded in a month, well, you're in for a surprise. <laughs> this is going to be our Warriors World Championship recap show. Welcome to the Disc Golf Podcast. Actually, no, that's not true. We we will talk disc golf. Like, hopefully, y'all didn't instantly stop when he said that because I'm <laughs> sure there. I guarantee. If we like look at trends, there will be folks who are just like, ah, oh, fuck it, ne- next podcast. I mean, we missed enough weeks uh, recently that the only people that are actually listening to this already had us in our feed and will love us no matter what we do. So, And we appreciate yous. Yeah. So we appreciate We're here for you. Yous. But uh, we've been very busy. Uh, Joe and I have had some some uh, life work balance things to to, uh, to go through, and it's been crazy. So we haven't recorded, and um, I may have just bought a house, so I'm I'm also a little stressed about that. But uh, <laughs> going to be broke, and yep. um, so if if anybody wants to just send me money, um, you can send us money. Or? No, it's just me, not him, just me. You've been, you've been living on the on the the high hog for a minute. Like, let's just all be in the same world. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're at it. But like, so much stuff has happened. We missed like eleven tournaments. We had like our, our some of our favorite players won tournaments. We had Simon Lazat win a tournament, and then two, Garrett Gerthy. Two back. To yeah, back, that's right. Then Gerthy, and then Gerthy, and then Bradley Williams. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know if we put Bradley Williams in our favorite players list. Uh, I like watching Bradley play because his his form is just so freaking clean. But I, he's, Bradley Williams is the dude that I'm like, if I if I could spend three months just purely working on form. I could throw as far as <laughs> no, definitely not. Absolutely. If I not. spent three months no. working on no. form, hundred. If I could spend, let me uh, let me. You've refer- never been more re- wrong me, in your let life. Let me take a step back. If I could spend three months working on form, maybe he'd be my friend. <laughs> maybe I don't know. He likes you know, beer. You know my take on Bradley after, Williams. Uh, so like on on the uh, on the scale of craziness of disc golfers you have bradley williams on one side and you have nicolo castro on the other side in terms of like they're they're like bradley is bradley is like 
underspoken and quiet, but like when he rages, he rages hard. Hard. Like he remember he got he's the only one I can remember who ever got suspended. Yeah. Like, he's like a little quiet storm. By the way, how did he get suspended for the shit he did and Nico has not been suspended? But but Nico operates at that like fire level on on a regular basis. And it's just like they're it it's wild. Like they're they're just opposite ends of the spectrum of crazy. Like if there was a Yeah, I it, uh Bradley like got suspended. Like he has yeah. that little bit. He's not. Eh, he's closer than. Yeah. Like think. I don't think Nico would murder someone. Bradley. I might. mean, if you want to go opposite, if you want to go full opposite, like that's Conrad. Like Conrad yeah. is the full Nico opposite. Like no hardcore yeah. Nico opposite. No, I Bradley meant. Is... I meant like on a scale of on like a craziness scale. Like if the oh cra- okay right, right, right. yeah like those folks are just aren't even on that scale. Yes. Yeah. Like well no like no. so so say zero in the middle is James Conrad, okay. Nico's on one side and Bradley Williams is on the oh just a different type of crazy yeah okay I got yeah. you I got so you so like you, got you. so like crazy calm and crazy frantic or like like uh, crazy chaos yeah so like uh Bradley would be frenetic crazy <laughs> yeah. and quiet yeah serial killer or, or killer I'm gonna crazy. kill you in yeah. your sleep <laughs> versus but Bradley Williams that's not but no he. Uh, Calculated crazy, maybe. <laughs> yes. Calculated crazy. <laughs> Calculated crazy. Like they'll never know because I will <laughs> Versus, cover it all up. Yeah. <laughs> like if it, if they're bad guys, Nico is like the Joker, you know. Like, uh-huh, like uh-huh, he's gonna uh-huh. light. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna light the pile of money on fire and and go from there. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, so but where's Bradley now? Then? <laughs> Bradley would be like the Riddler, something like that, mm-hmm. or like I'm just I wanted to stick in the same universe. Yeah, 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 no, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I think uh, you know what actually would probably be a comparable thing, especially if you think about the time that he did get suspended, uh, is like the Two Face, like very yeah. like oh, very sure. like black oh, and white. That's even better. And then it's yeah, like you're you totally know what? Right. My coin flipped. Fuck this basket, like it's over. Yeah. Like so, so I think a Joker and a Two Face, yeah, yeah, uh, is oh, very, very true. It. Like very calculated, very bright, very like on top of it, but just takes that coin flip, that random chance. So it's Harvey Dent, right? That random, <laughs> that random chance to be like, fuck this, it's dumb. I don't like it. Yeah, no, you nailed it. That was a, that's a great call. Yeah. Yeah, Nico's just lawless. I don't give a fuck about anything. It's all stupid. Like, and James Conrad. The great is, shit and the bad shit is all James Conrad. James is, Conrad is Batman, nailing the mm, nailing the the holy shot. He's not Batman because Batman's got his conviction. Do like like I feel like he's like the innocent. Hey, like, hey, Joe. Do you know who I am? Well, I was gonna say I I was actually gonna say that Conrad is like a young Robin. No, yeah. honestly, of like. Well, I mean, of course I'd be Robin. Just like I won't. You know, no, dude, I'm, you're not a I'm fucking Robin. Robin. I mean, you're Robin, but you're not a. You're an innocent, like, figured out dude. No way. Nope. 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 You're closer to Batman, honestly. Of just like I have convictions, and I'll fucking punch you in the face and tell you what the fuck it is. Like, like this is how I feel. I don't want to hear about what you think I'm wrong about. Like I'm right. Like, like I've put my time in. I've I've done my research. Fuck you. Like you're yeah, you're, you're Does that make does that make you Alfred? Uh I don't think so. I mean I don't take care of you and shit. Like I'm not Alfred. You're about to. I'm gonna be broke. I'm gonna need you to bring me meals oh, and stuff. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I can get your wife a job. <laughs> that sounds good. 
I can definitely get your wife a job. That. Like in a heartbeat. I got like she's hired tomorrow if she wants it. That's fantastic. I um, should I should still have a TV for the to watch the kids. So, so wait, time. I'm taking a step back. I'm still I'm still on this. Uh, to thank you. By the way, thank you for listening to this call podcast. Yeah. Um, are we talking just straight Batman world? Or are we talking like DC? DC, I think is is fair game at this point. All right. So DC is fair game. I'm not trying to figure out who the fuck I am in DC. Oh. <laughs> fuck. I really don't want to say it because I feel like it's gonna like backtrack everything i've been trying to do about this like talk about this podcast for fucking far too long <sighs> like uh who really there's just one that keeps going to my mind and i fucking don't want it i need to find someone else all the way or not all the way by the way i am definitely far more a marvel guy than dc i really enjoy Batman, I enjoy Superman, but a lot of DC shit is just kind of weak, and I stay away from it. Um, so you're gonna be Spawn. Image, that's Image, but oh, that's uh, right, that's Image Dang Comics. Um, there was a crossover with Batman Spawn, which is cool. There was, yes. Um, and the fucking artwork was real weird, like it was cra- crazy flowing capes and shit for Batman on the Image side with Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna be Aquaman then. Because you love to Talk swim. To fucking fish and shit. Uh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> God, I hate all of this, dude. This is so fucking. This sucks so much. I'm like racking my brain on DC because I'm maybe just like, sh- Shazam. I'll be I'll be honest. The one that keeps coming ahead, and I'm like, no, that's not it. And it's the fucking <sighs> from from what. Robin, honestly, is what keeps coming to my mind of like, <laughs> like that, like voice of reason to Batman and his like crazy shit where he's like, this has something. He's like, he's like, no, bro, like chill out. Like, I think you're going a little too hardcore. And I, and I, but I fucking don't want to be the Robin Deer Batman. Fuck that shit. You could be Batgirl. No, she's a slut. She's. <laughs> It's a horrible thing to say. I don't, I don't really know. I really don't know anything about that girl, if I'm being honest. Um, so you could be like Green Lantern. <laughs> I, you know, I went through Green Lantern, but he's like, he... There are not a lot of great DC superheroes. No. That's like, like, I, I feel like people are going to Superman madness. is just fucking just too fucking much. Superman is way too much. It's uh-huh. like... I'm the best at everything on earth ever. And if I'm not like, it'll get written in that somehow I can also do that. You certainly couldn't be the flash. Cause no, I've I'm seen not you fast run. as fuck. <laughs> I, 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 I think I am deceptively quick. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. I think when we played rugby, motherfuckers would be like, how's that dude that fast? Like, that's <laughs> weird. Like I didn't expect that shit. Like he's already right here. I don't like that. <laughs> not cool we're on minute 10 of dc superheroes for those uh keeping well, that was my favorite thing when i when i worked at a boys and girls club in in santa rosa and i like we were playing basketball like staff and kids santa rosa is a city in california yeah sorry for those uh, of you outside wondering. of Sonoma, like 45 minutes away anyway and uh at the end of the day one of my staff members like uh you are deceptively athletic and i was like Fuck you, but thank you. I don't know what to do with that. Like, like <laughs> yes, I'm. Like, 
yeah, you, like I'm quicker than you. And You're less play, fat than I, I thought play, you were. I can play sports. Like I have like athletic ability. <laughs> like I juked you on the basketball court and like shot a three and made it. Like I know it's crazy. <laughs> it happens. Um, <laughs> you tell someone your age and they're like oh wow i thought you were uh never mind dude fuck okay <laughs> i'm throwing the dc out whatever fucking it's over moving to the next story uh we have a dude you've i'm sure you've met because he's athletics guy jp joe peterson another joe at my work nice young man he's a good guy um my ceo is fucking rad and she uh you know she works out she's on top of her shit somehow age came up somewhere i don't know in the last few weeks and um it was a made apparent to him which i didn't think would, would be needed to uh, be made apparent that i am younger than my ceo mm-hmm. and he was blown away wow that's fucked up that's pretty fucked up <laughs> my ceo is 51 or 50 <laughs> She's rad. Like, she takes care of herself for sure, but, you know, I'm 38 for a few more months, and, you know, hurts a little bit. <laughs> hurts just a little bit that, like, this fucking 25-year-old dude is like, I definitely thought you were older than this 50-year-old woman. And I'm like, okay. Thanks. Doesn't Thanks. hurt a lot. It's fine. So I'm going to try for the third time to direct this to disc golf. I, oh, yeah. tr- I tried the first time by talking about Simon and Girthy, and it just ended up being a tangent about uh, about superheroes. But in any case, we've got a great show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about um, some disc golf stuff uh, to be determined. And uh, then we're going to do our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both and let you know whether you should bring on the course. Tonight we have the FD. We're going to be reviewing the FD for the third time but this on this is the podcast. Discmania FD. So this is the new Discmania FD, the Italian plastic made in Sweden uh, FD that uh, that Discmania is now going to have. We've got it in sea line plastic, and we're going to pair that with Half Acre Brewing Company's Hallow Double IPA, which is an eight percent alcohol double IPA. So of course. Double IPA, we're back. This one's out of Chicago, and uh, we're excited for this. And uh, yeah, so um, disc golf, like we said, uh, we missed the Portland Open. Yeah, and on I'll the take, show, and I'll take it. I'll take it, which big... was Simon Lazat. Yep, um, uh, taking down the win. And frankly, in this one, Garrett Gerthy pooped it. Poop, pooped the bed on on this bad boy. Um, this was. He uh he had a chance and he just threw a forehand, which is not a not a Garrett Gerthy thing to do, and he threw it ob and it was no good. But uh, overall, I mean, Portland it was rainy in in these courses, rainy and windy, so not a lot of scoring. And it was at the Glendevere course, which sounds like a Lord of the Rings uh character, like an elf of some kind, right? I mean, it could be, it could or maybe be a it could be like King Arthur. Be, it, uh, it could, I think, I think, like Guinevere. Yeah, whatever. I think either one, but I also think it could be like, uh, like a country or a town could also be Guinevere. Yeah, it's it just has a very esteemed uh, like a, I'm um, Boromast of Guinevere. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. it, no, it's it's you know that's totally what it is. Lots of trees, super pretty. 
like another so here's I'll 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 dive into Glendevere. Um and I actually talked about this when we talked about uh OTB Open <laughs> probably last podcast cuz it's been that long. And I said that uh Leonard Muse did what Dustin Keegan wanted to do the first time with Portland Open. I think he got it right this time. So I, I mm-hmm. rescind my like Dustin Keegan. And, and I knew, and I said that in the podcast too. I'm sure that he only had like three weeks or whatever. And he was trying to get there, but he doesn't have the ability. He had more time this time. And I do think it was a really fucking rad yeah, it looked layout. Great. And the cool thing, it's like on a ball golf course. And that's a very Leonard Muse thing too, to like yeah. use the cool random things in the middle of fairways yeah. to make super cool and he, he makes use of the, the the divisions between the fairways and and the tree lines and and whatnot and it was and uh, i think there was smart ob it wasn't like overly punishing it wasn't yeah. stupid like i think there was clean things and, and really for the most part those ob's were due to other fairways and things like i i think he and uh uh oh god what's his jeff from the head of Disco spring Patri- spring who helped him with it, like, really dialed that one in. Yeah. No, well. it looked great. If it were not, if it weren't for the weather, which I guess is normal for the area, I think it would the have been. The Pacific Northwest. Would have been, uh, would have been really gorgeous, but it, it was fun to watch. But yeah, a kind of brutal meltdown on, uh, on hole 18 for Garrett Gerthy, who, you know, had a chance to, to win. So he had to say goodbye to Glendevere. That one. That's right. She'll always love him. Yeah. Uh, but, a- you know, another Simon win, which is rat. Like, yeah, it just fills the heart to see Simon win. Yeah. Simon was like, hey, Girthy, Glenn over for daddy. I mean, he's a father now. I feel like he's probably more like a papa or, or dada. I mean, type he, guy. he is daddy, so you know. Yeah, but I feel like he's more like a papa or dada. You're probably right, but that doesn't work with the. It doesn't. That, yeah, that, that's not creepy. Like, Glendo- like I'm just dad. I don't have a, like a. I don't <laughs> have, over I don't for have a, papa. That doesn't sound. That sounds. You know. I mean, he might be Glendo over this dick. I don't know. <laughs> like Simon, who knows? I feel like he's a hilarious guy. I can see that. Um, but then Garrett gets his redemption he does the following week at the Beaver State Fling we have uh, Garrett Gerthy surviving a Joel Freeman ace yeah in the final round it's just it's so good to see well one I mean Joel Freeman's in that conversation too like playing well dudes have been around for a minute and I'll be totally like honest and transparent um there's a lot of young talent coming up, and I really respect them. They're rad, but it does like hurt my heart a little bit here and there when I'm seeing like these young bucks just like, you know, when I played competitive baseball for a hell of years, and like I got like uh, elbow injury and I didn't make the team, so now I'm here and I'm better than 98 percent of the players. Um, yeah, it's like it's a little rough, you know. Yeah. It, it takes away that whole thing of like understand the courses and wind and blah blah yeah. it's like oh is that all bullshit mm-hmm. and now we're on like a really good run of folks who've put in time right because that's like the mm-hmm. thing if you go like Ma- malcolm gladwell it's like 
10,000 hours makes you a pro. Or I'm pretty sure I've played 10,000 hours of disc golf, and I still suck. Uh, Well, here's the thing. You've been on a disc golf course 10,000 hours. Have you played 10,000? Like, when you're hammered drunk, I don't think you're really playing disc That's golf. That's probably true. Like, have you soberly thought about every shot and really thought about the wind and all that shit 10,000 hours? Fuck no. Not at all. Certainly not. Not even close. So no. that's 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 that big difference right there. Yeah, no. Um, but a lot of these folks have. Well, like, Malcolm Gladwell didn't say anything about being hammered drunk in those ten thousand hours. I'm I haven't read the book, um, so I can't confirm that. But I'm pretty sure he didn't. He didn't put that in there. And if he did, like, he said, "If you do the ten thousand hours, you have to do them all drunk." <laughs> And then play drunk, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah, exactly. But you also played some sober rounds or some sober holes. Like you didn't. It's about consistency, right? Right. And you haven't consistently been drunk or not drunk for those ten thousand hours. So I right. mean, we got something to work on. Yeah. No, I think you're probably closer when you talk ten thousand to the drunk side. So let's just lean heavily on the into that world. The professional drunk. Yeah, like just. Just plan to play drunk from here on out. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like two years, you'll probably crush it, but you got to get drunk. <laughs> like, you can't start a tournament sober or you're fucked. <laughs> this is an officer. Hey, you read Malcolm Gladwell's book? It's the 10,000 hours. I, I'm i a professional at 10,000 hours. I'm good at this. Just leave, I mean, me, just leave me alone. I mean, want to talk drinking? Because I probably got 10,000 hours of drinking. <laughs> I'm pretty damn good. That's what I mean. I'm pretty damn good at that part of it. Uh, the disco part, not as much. Um, <laughs> Anyway, all I'm saying is there are folks with not a lot of time in jumping up to the top. And if that's just a consistent thing where you can just be like, I switched sports when I was a junior in high school and now I'm like a top five pro, like that throws a lot of shit out. And it's going to get harder and harder. It, I mean, it does, but you know, if, if YouTube celebrities can jump in and become re- relevant professionals, you know that mm. your, your sport is not quite at the upper echelon of athletic performance. Let's put it that way. Truth. Truth. So, you know. So it, boxers get the fuck out. There's a there's a elite high level, you know, a, a top five or so that are just significantly better than everyone. But we haven't seen that this year. We've been seeing a lot of different names at the top of these uh, at top of these leaderboards. About, but, you know, he's consistently done it, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Gavin Burr. Like, he is. Yeah. But, Gannon. You know, Gannon Burr. Oh, I said Gavin. Yeah, Gannon yeah. Burr. The only thing I will take away from him we saw at OTB is dude can't throw a roller to save his life. <laughs> yeah. Like. I'm sure he'll learn. Oh, he will. I'm sure he'll learn. Uh, uh, real quick, just on that note. Have you watched any? And if you haven't, you should. They're great. Um, Alden, yeah, uh, uh, Harris. Harris. Alden Harris. His YouTube videos. It's great. It's oh fantastic. My God. And yeah. it's a lot of Gavin. He's pretty funny. Like, yeah. it's a lot big. of Gavin. Simon. The, there's some. There's some quesadilla guy in there, dude. For sure. Yeah. Uh, like really good. Like yeah. I randomly saw one that I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then yeah. I was like, okay, no. I'll keep watching. It them. was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I liked it. It was uh, it was good times, so uh, all those guys getting after it. So KJ just just giving us the vibe the whole oh, time, God. the whole time. <laughs> and we wonder why he's not living up to potential right now. <laughs> Lots of goofing around, but yeah, no, those are a lot of fun. 
at at Alden Harris. So yeah, check out his his YouTube content. He's just posting just kind of like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, he's just doing like yeah. fun little like little tour <clears throat> vlog things with fun little pieces. Of- Speaking of other content, we we had been told about it by Ian a, a long time ago, but um uh but Corey Merle. Uh, has been working this whole season basically producing a more or less like documentary series like they're they're pitching it as like a the drive to survive mm. of uh of disc golf drive to survive being the netflix series about formula one got it got it um so like a behind the scenes where it like recaps what happens in the tournaments and then in those cases the races but in this case it'll be the tournaments but they're also following the behind the scenes of particular players and and showing what the what they're going through and whatnot just kind of like a semi-reality TV, and that's supposed to come out in the fall. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, I forget what it's called. Something about a line, but, um, uh, but in any case, it's it's going to be on DGN. I know that, and I know Cor- Corey Merle has been working hard on it, and Ian was pretty excited about it when he kind of prepped. But I think uh, DGN has recently put out uh, you know actual specifics on it. So well, Corey's that should be fun. OG, we love Corey. Like he was supposed to be on the podcast like fifteen times. He still may at some point. But I've played I've yeah. played I've played with him multiple times and he's super fun to play with. Super nice dude. Yeah. Um great disc golfer. He is. He is. Like in the like like the dirtiest cheater way that's not a lefty, but he's real good. <laughs> he knows what he, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Just a booming forehand. Booming flex forehand. Yeah. But still love him. Fair enough. Fair enough, but yeah, uh, Garrett Gerthy getting the win at uh, at Beaver Safe Fling, and then this last weekend or sorry, the weekend after that, there was there a match was play. Match play, which uh, I have no idea what happened. Own and um, oh, that's right. Uh, 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 wait, go back two tournaments. <laughs> no, one tournament, one tournament. Joel Freeman. Yeah, they, that's right. Joel yeah. Freeman own uh, one. Cool, cool. They both got like ten grand each. Yeah, for that rad freaking hell and there was and there was a dude in there too um and i'm like a bad person because i forget his name but he's on the alden harris vlogs uh there was a skins match where the ace was had for the 10 grand oh yeah uh which is super cool yeah as we talk preserve i'll find his name i remember seeing it he took his shirt off and was like right i think didn't it make sports center probably but he's another he has a similar name um it's okay you'll get to it and then we had uh the preserve this last weekend uh such a cool course yeah i really enjoyed this one one of the things i really liked about it was the rough being so abs like not having the ob everywhere but the rough was rough like when you were in that tall grass that was not easy so i I really enjoyed that part of it and um it, it was it was like a throwback seeing Bradley Williams win. Uh, Ricky Wysocki went on a tear in the uh, in the final round, so kind of just like Bradley just kind of held off Ricky to some degree. Uh, yeah, it was another Gavin. Gavin Babcock, sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was so windy though. It was so windy. Yeah. With Rick trying yeah. to make those putts, like yeah. I saw one. Well, that- and then like on hole eighteen, he was pretty. He was like in the rough, and it was windy. It was just kind of like you know. Yeah, know. and he threw OB, I think. I think Bradley. It was really so. If you w- have watched Bradley for a while or heard about Bradley, he's very much like he is. I think he may be like the number one student of the game. 
He like might he, be. He is not. He's not blessed with um, the the physicality of lots of folks. Like he he doesn't have the the crazy ape index. He doesn't have no crazy quick twitch muscle. He's not a giant. He's not yoked. Um, he is a uh, smaller, slightly, slightly less handsome Kayla Visca. <laughs> but when you talk smoothness, like him and Kayla are right there. But he really puts so much time into his form and understanding all the aspects. And you could see how he would, if he was second off the tee, he was so good at reading the win from the first player or just the wind in general and understanding what he had to throw and how he had to throw it and executing that. Yeah. We talk all the time on this podcast, maybe not all the time, but like how much we uh, just absolutely admire the form of like James Proctor or, or Drew Gibson. Yeah. But Bradley probably has better form than both of them. He just isn't as big as them yeah and i put kale there too i think kale like, yeah like they're both and i've heard them called this both like uh dr smooth north and dr smooth south uh-huh. like that's that's yeah. them they're so smooth super smooth in all their form and it's great to see him get a big win like that because he's yeah. been he's been close a lot and then like falling apart or been on courses where it's like well he was suspended from well, from yeah. the game for like a year too yeah and and uh and was out of it entirely so you know there's a lot of that going on with uh with bradley as well so but he's also he's not and and kale's in the same world too but he's not like he's not a bomber yeah he he is comparable he can do what he needs to do but when it's like when there's someone on the card who can bomb at 550 and he's like i can get like five or i can get 475 you know there's stuff to make up, but if you clean the other pieces, which obviously he did, uh, you take care of it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you want to you want to talk about USWDGC? We'll preview it real quick before we uh, move on. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So uh, USWDGC, which is in Madison, Wisconsin, this year, and uh, they're playing two courses. Ooh. Instead of, I think it was like three or something. There was like a lot of complaints about uh, USWDGC last, last year, year. Um, about the number of courses and, and whatnot. So they're only doing two. Um, most notably, this year, these courses are way shorter. Um, yeah, I'm just hearing so, about ace runs nonstop. Well, like even that, like it's just a short course, you know, like it, we have courses that are you know, pushing 10,000 feet on, on these tours. And this one's like 7,000 or these two, sorry, are like 7,000. Yeah. So, um, shouldn't be a huge advantage for the big bombers. I would think now granted, I should say this, uh, course has a, a round in the books, uh, as we are recording right now. So, um, but I mean, this should be about accuracy and putting and, and whatnot as, as, as the tournament goes, so so Owen Scoggins is going to win. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I'm I'm super down for for Owen to to. I mean, like win like, as much as possible. Let's talk about let's. <clears throat> if we talk short, we talk accuracy and putting. I mean, that's a first name to jump, but it doesn't mean that's all there is. We didn't even talk. So I should. I'm sorry. We didn't even talk about the FPO side of preserve 
uh, that Paige Pierce won. Oh, we didn't, we didn't talk, and we didn't even talk about. We didn't run through any of it. We, we, didn't do we were just kind of we were just kind of rolling through as fast as we could because we just wanted to talk about stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Paige won. Uh, Paige now has a chance at this USWDGC to um, really kind of uh, take her legacy to another level. I think by winning this, this will put her like uh, all-time most majors for FPO. Sounds right. Um, so, I mean, that's cool. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I mean, and she's got so much left in the tank too. Like it's it's uh, it's gonna keep rolling. I just so, I, but yeah. yeah, Paige Pierce uh one preserve. I can't believe I just like glossed over that. Uh, full honesty. Uh, Joe had to pee again. Was bouncing around like a little girl, and so um, yeah, whoa, whoa, you don't have to put gender on it. Just someone uh, with a really t- small bladder. Uh, okay, you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bouncing around like a small child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. You're totally Billion right. percent. You're totally right. Billion percent. I made that mistake. That is, that's me. Like far too often. Like I'm, my bladder is bad news. I've gone to the doctor. My prostate, so everything's good. I just, I. You just go to the doctor to get that prostate exam, I just don't never, you? Uh, you like I think the, I just never. I think I never like really. You're like doc. I don't think you found it yet. Had to maybe? Could you check a little further? Make my bladder. Did you. You sure? Like you sure you found it? You know what it is? It's probably you know, I like when the, it... the job that I've grown up working, like working with the kids and shit, like the only time you have away is the bathroom. So like you like <laughs> you survive and like I need five minutes, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. Like, I'll be back. Joe broke the seal in the pre show, technically. I did. So I did. I haven't been tra- I haven't been in training for a while. We haven't done a podcast this in is, far too long. This is highly unprofessional. Uh but any case, I the only unprofessional part is that we're just so open at this point in time. <laughs> Listen, there are literally hundreds of episodes <laughs> where I've done this that we just didn't say anything and That's like true. and cleaned it up in post. That's very and true. And we're just at this point, we're just like, hey, just keep rolling. I'm gonna go pee or yeah. whatever. And yeah, it's our world. And but it's I got fine. I and got distracted fine. by the very large small small child bouncing up and down in the shedio. And uh, well, Robin knows if I stand up, like it's uh, we're we're pretty count- much we're on countdown much. mode. My favorite thing with Joe is is when I've got him trapped in the car and he has to pee and I'm driving, <sighs> and then I just get to well the worst. And Joe's time, like, that was a really good place to pull over. The worst time, <laughs> and this has happened multiple times, uh, and I shouldn't say it loud because now it's gonna backfire on me. Uh, there are times where uh, Robin's driving my vehicle. In his vehicle, I'll be like, I'm going to pee in your car. And he'll be like, fuck, all right. But in my vehicle now, he'll just be like, all right. All right. Get after it. <laughs> Get it, dude. <laughs> well, it's just hard, like, you know, like, when your junk's so big, you can't, you know, like, you need, like, a jug to fit into. You can't, like. Oh, like, got it. Yeah. Even a big slam, you uh-huh. can't get it in there. Like, you got to pee in a bottle. You need some wide mouth. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. We're, uh. That's where we're going. We're doing big D jokes, huh? Yeah, moderate D jokes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, U.S. Women's Disc Golf Championship. Joe, you have any thoughts on that? After some amazing disc golfers. After are bragging about the size some of your disc, amazing disc golfers are there. 
what? I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know where you're trying to go. It's hard. Some amazing disc golfers are playing this tournament. That's right. That's right. Uh, there's a ton of them actually too. It's uh, it's quite a, a full tournament. And Ooh, we got uh, Euros back out. Uh, most of them. Sadly, we don't get Kristen Tatar. Um, she, uh, Silver been... Lot tested positive for COVID, and then she did as well. Um, so. Uh, when I heard she was having some weird like, uh, I think she's got some elbow issues elbow going on like, too. Yeah, that she admitted on on uh, on the Instagrams. So it could be like a, a whole host of things. But uh, it did. It, she did have uh, get test positive for COVID, and uh, Silver Lot had it too, and she definitely had symptoms. So uh, sadly, Anyways, Rob and I are like uh, one of the few last people on Earth that have not. Yeah. Had COVID crazily somehow like Joe works with kids. Yeah. I have hella kids my going wife, to school. My wife and son have both had COVID. My coworkers, every single one that I work closely with, has had COVID. Yeah, and somehow my family hasn't got it at all. And I got, I had last year. I had a uh, the entire year. I had a kid in preschool, a kid in kindergarten, and a kid in second grade. So like. It, like I had all the exposure you could possibly get, and somehow none of us ever got it. And the year before that, I had a you know a first grader and a kindergarten, you know preschooler. Like it was, yeah. I don't know how it worked. Either either uh, we don't we all had it and didn't get symptoms or what. You but know what it is? you know, I figured it out. Alcohol. Yep. Let's keep drinking. That wouldn't explain my kids, but you know. Huh? Not that you know about. But uh, we got Zane his first shot the other day, my youngest. That's so rad. And Jade, too. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So um, A little standing up, getting ready to walk Jade. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. So that was wild. But uh, looking forward to uh, to watching the rest of the USWDGC. It's hard. We, we would do picks, but we didn't get there in time. So that's that. But... Um, it, it, it's uh it should be exciting and i it i would imagine we're gonna see some pretty uh pretty impressive scores given the length of the course um so well because yeah. there's the, there's the folks there that just have like the winning spirit and i think even if they're not crushing it right now um and honestly i don't know scores but i could see a page a cat uh whoever else just be like you know what i'm just gonna birdie every hole like yeah i think it's doable like would not be blown away actually i'd be pumped i will throw it out right now there's how many days are left uh three three oh um there will be i'm gonna just i'm calling it right now there will be at least if not better a 15 under you think so? Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm I'm down. So uh, there's the two courses. Um, there's uh, Valarta, and then it's like uh, I forget the other one. But yeah, you know the other one. It's like Texan or Teton or something like that. Uh, whatever. Well, we'll find out. Apologies. We're paying attention. We're watching. Yeah, you know it's it's. It's tough, y'all. Like, we, like Rob's got heck of kids and whatever. Like, the b- ability to watch live disc golf is not there right now. 
The ability to watch. I try. Post-produce is tough too. I, and I'm stoked when I find that like window where I can just grind some grind some like, tournament. And but like, this is, and but like, like honestly, like some of the stuff that's more refreshing, like the Alden Harris YouTube videos and stuff like that, it was just like some boys just having a good time. You know, it's a lot of fun to watch. So that was that was good times. But uh, totally. And that's what I'm looking for, honestly. Like, I want folks just having fun. Like, it's it's um, it's fun when people can, you know, let you understand it's a grind, but also be like, hey, like we're we're having fun. Like, this is, uh, we're so excited to be here and get after it instead of like, you know. And I, I, if you've been listening to podcasts for a long time, you for Sorry. sure, for Elver. sure. Elver. Yeah, that was the Elver. Um, if Sorry. you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you understand <laughs> that uh, one or both of us, probably both of us, are, are Macbeth fanboys. Yep. Um, I love Macbeth, but it's also hard to like live in that world of like, it's all a grind. I got to win it all. Like, it's sometimes it's fun to like step back and be like, hey, you can also have like some fun stuff in between. And that's, I think, what makes it even cooler for Simon to be doing what he's doing because he's in those videos like, just having fun, but then gets the course, does his shit, and is able to like separate that. And I feel like Paul might be a dude who's like, I got to go to my hotel and like study and get it together. Mm-hmm. And go to we are. Th- time this and- is mark my words. Paul Macbeth is going to rage, and you're going to be able to mark this episode because he loves our podcast, the Disco Podcast. We love you. We're happy you're listening. Go get it. The disc Go golf win that U.S. Women's Disc Golf Championship. <laughs> Paul is going to rage back because we are back. Yep. That's that's how it's going to work. You ready to do a deer review, Joe? Oh, born ready. All right. It is time for our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring on the course. Tonight, we have the new Discmania FD, the Italian plastic. Oh, yeah. The Swedish f- made. Um, it's absolutely not the same mold as the original FD, uh, but whatever. And we're pairing that with Half Acre Brewing Company's Hallow Double IPA, which is an 8% alcohol double IPA. Uh, it's out of Chicago. Um, no one sent this to us. We just we just found it. Our no, local, we had a local, our local, local place. Beer spot. And um, it's beer and it's good. Um. So let's start the FD. Um, I'm just going to be blatant, honest, and, and just jump right in. It is not an FD. It's not. Uh, I mean, technically so, it is. So if an FD is the, the original FD that was molded by Innova and uh, produced for so many years, this is not an FD. Nope. Um, the, the most uh, glaring difference right away before you throw it is the kind of concave rim to it. Whereas traditionally the FD has a very flat bevel on the underside of the rim. Uh, it doesn't have any kind of curve to it. And this one has, you know, a, a, a straight and then it curves to the base of the rim, like a little concave curve to it. So um, very reminiscent of uh, like, say, a T-Bird, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, you'll also notice that the flight numbers, a seven, six, or zero, yeah. one, uh, zero being Differ. the, uh, the kind of big difference there. The original FD was a minus one. So this one's a zero and, uh, it flies like that. Uh, this is 
not even close to the FD that uh, has been a centerpiece of my bag for a very, very, very long time. Um, this is a staple fairway driver. It is not going to give you a ton of turn out of the bag. It's it's going to be a nice, you could throw beautiful hyzers with it. You can throw really hard shots and have it fly straight and then it'll finish left. But uh, you're not going to see a ton of turn right off the out no, the you're gate. You're not going to see turn. You juice it. There's still not turn. So for I mean, these are fresh. These are fresh. But yeah. still, uh, you know, we put a lot of that like, oh, it's fresh on um, Innova's production of discs, right? Because their plastics somehow were just a little more beef straight off the bat. But I will say like. But you I, can take I a Dong be- Rebel and turn it. Totally. Or I could take a brand new C-Line FD in, in the days that uh, Innova made them, and uh-huh. I got turn. And I could get brand new, fresh S-Line and get a little more turn, and there's there was z- zero turn. Yeah. There was not turn. It doesn't so, so feel the same. The, even, like, the, the C-Line isn't that, like, sticky or tacky. So taking away the disappointment that it's not the disc that I love, um, it it actually is a really the the, <laughs> the disappointment. I love this disc. The I'm glide gonna... is real. I mean, you can throw it far. It it gets great distance for a seven speed disc and doesn't really get a lot of turns. So I mean, this could very easily be your main fairway driver. Uh, that you know, probably more so than the FD could for a lot of people. That you know can't handle an understable disc. Um, I, I mean, I would say the majority of people that listen to this podcast, uh, the FD is plenty enough disc yeah, in this. I, I would like. think so. But yeah, this is closer to like a T Bird, more in that line. Like it, maybe when they beat in, they turn a little bit more. Um, but I would say with the zero on the on the turn, they're probably not. Um, I just with the zero, I don't know why I. Want I mean, my love of the FD is that turn. Yeah, being my able to love hide of like the, the OG, even the OG glow, you can flip a little bit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You but like that's my favorite thing is I could pop that shit hard on a hyzer, and get a little turn and it was coming back. That's that's yeah. one of my favorite disc flights. That's why that disc is still my bag. And this I'm like ooh. Like maybe this is the same. It's a zero, but like the glow it's, is. It's kind of like a that. baby Thunderbird. Yeah, and it was like, no, you know? not cool. Yeah, and I yeah, ra- like and I'd rather just baby a Thunderbird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, it's it's. Uh, so here's here's the real deal. I'm not saying it's a bad disc at all. Not in the slightest bit. Like, Robin said, We're saying it has, it's false advertising. It, it has good glide. You can push it far. You can trust it in wind. It's rad. The number one complaint I have is it's not an FD. Yeah, exactly. It's not an FD. Yep. It's not. They should have changed the name. Like when you change that zero, that negative one to a zero, like you should have just called it and been like, hey, uh, we've got a, I don't know. An FD4, I don't know, because they have a different naming convention. They probably should have trolled Innova and made it like a light rebel or something right, like that. Right, right, totally. <laughs> but it's just, it's it's not an FD. It's not, um, it's not even reminiscent of an FD. Like, there's not, yeah. it's, it's not a second run. It's not uh, whatever. It's like similar to some of those, like. No, it's the, not. The, it's similar to like. It's still domey. 
that we've called like the replacements to like the the second run like it lives in that worldish kind of um but it's it's just it's not an fd it's just not no feels different looks different flies different why why oh i know why because people will still buy that shit because it has the name but it's it's not like it is super like you said false advertising not a bad disc not a bad disc it's it's just not its namesake yeah at all it's i mean it's a great disc honestly it's very trustworthy uh it it's going to be very consistent it, the plastic feels i like it I, it's it's not like amazing but i i think it's great and but the disc itself is is very consistent it's going to fly straight it's got good glide great i i got great distance on all my throws with it but it just didn't give me that that turn that I wanted that I desired out of it. And it's hard for me to get past it. And the plastic is kind of funny. Like down, like thinking about more like sea line, like from Innova is definitely a little, um, harder. Like this has more give Mm -hmm. than, than sea line or champ from Innova, but it's, it's not, um, it's kind of fingerprinty. It's kind of, it's not tacky the way I want. Like if this was tacky, like prodigy plastic, mm-hmm. like just that little bit would probably make me dig it a little more. I mean, there's but no zero flashing issues though. No, like, that's, that's true. But it is, it's slick. It is very slick. Yeah. And I, I t- so Rob and I each have one in our hands. I swapped for a minute to be like, do I just have, do I just grease this one up real good? Funnily enough, uh, Joe like didn't believe me. When I like start, I liked, I know he believed I know, me, you're totally right. but, but like he, he also kind of was like, ah, eh, well, you know, like <laughs> things don't turn as much for Robin and like stuff like that. I mean, that, I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's true. And but I was, that's, that's honestly, we've, we've deduced it. It's actually cause I just have a little more oat than Robin does because <laughs> of anything anyway. But like, I was like, Joe, this thing is, I was like, I was like, Joe, you can crank on it. It'll be fine. And he was like, nah. I was like, okay, cool. And then I still <laughs> threw it flat. Cause I was like, <laughs> like if I put hyzer, it's, uh, or no, 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 no. I take it back. I threw it hyzer. Cause I, I was like, if I throw it flat, it's still going to turn over. Yeah. So I threw it with a little bit of hyzer and it like held the hyzer. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Good call. Good call. I did not trust Robin. <laughs> And we that, have because we just have, and then I threw it right after you on like a a pure <laughs> flat shot and watched it just hold it and just be beef and then just fade out at the very end and get great distance and I was like, see, look at this thing. It's yep. not. It's like I don't know what it is, but it's not an FT. No, and that's the thing. So like, if y'all been listening, that's like Robin and I throw similar distance, but my shit just flips more because I got more oat because my form is awful. And I throw with my arm. <laughs> uh, so I didn't trust it. But it it's for sure was way beefier than I thought it would be. Yeah. I just was like, well, yeah, Robert, I understand. Like, oh, it, it doesn't turn it on. Like, just, let me put my oat on it. Yeah. Let me put my oat on it and then we'll find out. <laughs> sure, and, Robin. And sure enough, it, Whatever it, you uh, say. it didn't. So, yeah, uh, beer. I think it's beer time. Half Acre Beer yeah. Company's Hallow Double IPA. Uh, 8% alcohol. This thing is a gem. Oh, my God. Like, if if you told me it was, like, 6.5, I'd be like, yeah, probably. Like, like if if this FD 
was the actual FD mold. That's how sex this beer is. And it's like, but it's like, it's it, exactly. It's, it's a, it's a seven glide beer. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a seven glide beer. It clean. It's and clean, it's going it to give you so a good. minus one turn for sure. You're going to be that zero turn. You, you going to get turned. You going to get turned. It's, it's, uh, it's quite fantastic. It's definitely like, um, I don't think I even put it on here, but it is closer to that world of a, uh, a juicier double like it's definitely not like a it's it's not a it's well i guess it's chicago but it's not west coast it's not super hoppy um it's it's haze for sure like you get some good uh citrusy fruit stuff in it <laughs> citrusy fruit stuff well you get citrus <laughs> like you get citrus like it's like maybe grapefruity yeah. maybe even like tangerine like even like a, a calmer like sweeter yeah, I mean it, it's for sure in the in the hazy realm. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. At a minimum, unfiltered maybe. It was really cool when I just talked to my beer instead of the mic. <laughs> Could people hear you? I'm sure that. But uh, yeah, I mean, for sure, like oranges. Yep, like a nice navel orange. Yeah, like a nice navel orange. Yeah, so there, there, there we go. Like it's not grapefruit, it's not tangerine. It's like nice, like just a real good orange. Yeah. Orange, a little bit of a, a sweet finish to it. Yes. Not like a, and that's why I, that's why I kind of went tangerine because yeah. I got that like a yeah. sweetness. Yeah, I get that. I see that. So, I don't know. It's a, I mean, it's it's certainly double IPA, so you get the, the kind of piney, uh, piney malt flavor to it as well. But I, I think it kind of starts get, off like, like a, like a, an orange slice and then finishes off like a, like malty, piney, Maybe sweet, like caramel. Well, I'll say right now, like, so I'm at the end of the can, and it's so it's a little warmer than, you know, the start. Uh, I definitely am getting, like, a little bit of heat, but that's no. understandable. Yeah. You know, getting a little warmed up and the end of a can, like, that's warranted, and it's still great. Yeah. No, that, this is this is fantastic. Like, probably one of the better double IPAs we've ever had on this show. I'm not... Yeah, no, joking. it's like I uh, want I want more. Like we should go buy more from if they have it. We should. Yeah, we should. We should like in. The uh, sh- by the way, if you haven't uh, hung out with us on Patreon before, <laughs> <laughs> help us fuel. Our You're in the it. Chicago area, and you'd like to send the Disc Golf Podcast beer. Please do, please do. Or if you n- work for Half Acre or know someone who does, yeah. you know, hit us up. Yeah, this is uh, the beer. The beer is great, mm-hmm. so let's roll right in. The beer all day, every day. If 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 we could regular, oh shit, if we could regularly. You're out of practice, bro. I am. You're slurring. We're only like forty five minutes into dude, this thing. I'm I'm uh, uh, actually fifty five minutes. Sorry, dude. It's it's been too long. If we could regularly get this beer, mm-hmm. I would. It would be in the rotation. Yeah, agreed. Um, maybe we can. We'll find out. The disc, it's not an FD. No, and I don't. I don't need. I don't need that. That's like in that world of <clears throat> this is a T bird or maybe even an eagle, right? This is the stable fairway, which is just a world that yeah. we have in our like listener bag, and it's just like a or overstable fairway, I guess. See even. what what uh, Dismania should have done 
to like troll Innova with the whole like Dark Rebel and all those things they did. They should have instead of named this the FD, they should have named it like the Bald Eagle or something like that. Like giving it some other like eagleish name or or bird name just to troll Innova because it's way way closer to a T bird or or an eagle than it is FD. Like or or uh, it's here, just you know it should have been the Rebel too. <laughs> that would be fine too. Um, it's just, it's, it's not an FD. It's just, it's just in no way, shape or form. No, it's not. It's probably a great disc. I feel like it is a great disc for, for disc mania pros. Like this is probably the FD that Simon has. Cause the regular FD is too flippy. Like, yeah, it's probably a fine, better but this fairway driver for, for the- mortals. Nope. It's not an FD. No, no. So yeah, I don't know. Beer. Fantastic disc highly disappointed but i recognize that it's a quality disc uh and that it has its benefits yeah so but i just couldn't get past my disappointment that it it does not resemble an fd in any way shape or form so i will say it 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 doesn't live if we go back senior it's been a minute like listener back i don't think this is fd territory i think this is like the t-bird territory yeah uh so put that there um and like bag wise, we talk about there's I, I I have not had that gap in my bag. Nope. Robin called baby T bird or uh, Thunderbird, and I'm like, I'll just throw a, I'll just throw a Thunderbird. Yeah. I'll throw a thunder. I honestly, for like what this disc does, because I'm like a a bad person. Like if I wanted that distance and and feel confident, I I just throw a buzz. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Bummer. All right. I would so, use a buzz or a pine, honestly. So we're yeah. we're all in on the beer, two for two on the beer. And uh the disc, we're over two, clearly. Uh what's what's this rating? That's a two for four. This is a Pong Beth with and without the disc golf podcast. That's right. Yep. That's fucking right. Paul Beth, don't don't let us down. Fucking Paul get it together. We need beast mode. Let's go. Let's go, Paul Beth. All right, that's all we got for you on this episode of The Disc Golf Podcast. Be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Disc Golf Podcast. When we do episodes, we do a pre-show, and it goes there. So it's like an extra episode of The Disc Golf Podcast. Even when we don't do episodes, we do a pre-show. <laughs> and if you missed us, there's a ton of pre-shows all the way already on there that you could subscribe to and like get all the content in the world that you've been missing. So uh, check it out, patreon.com slash The Disc Golf Podcast. Check out our Slack group. Um, throw stuff at stuff.com. There's slash a join, join Slack, Slack link. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On on the main navigation, you can join us. We'll welcome you. It's a good time and uh, best disc golf community in the world. And nope. Before that, I just want to say like we appreciate y'all so much. We miss y'all. I know we've been away. It's been busy, but we do appreciate y'all checking in on us, seeing how we're doing. Um, that makes us feel great and we'll do our best to, uh, we'll do our best, no guarantees, but to, to stay consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you everyone. And, uh, get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff. This is a song for the aceless, but those with aces listen closely. You don't 
always have to huck it hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to lay it up And fucking outrun an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you wanna put the D's and the B's Sometimes you got to say, hey I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it smoothly I'm gonna toss it so sweetly And then you say, hey, I hit some metal And then you say, wait a minute, Robin I think I'm starting to get it now Could you fill my throat for me? That's fucking teamwork! What's your favorite disc? That's cool with me It's not a trespass But I guess it works for you What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA So let's go to the bar And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly then I'll fucking hug it softly And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly But then I'm gonna hug it